This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Hello, uh, good morning everyone. Kia ora. Um, this is Leia Baterbonia in the Philippine Radio of uh, Radio Kidnappers Hawks Bay. So um, I know that uh, most of us are still um, coping on the uh, situation with uh, COVID. But then um, as sayings goes, um, life must go on uh, no matter what. So um, the top... Um, the topic that I will be talking today on air is about um, some of the uh, national heroes of the Philippines uh, as a continuation of what I have discussed um, uh, two weeks ago uh, about Dr. Jose Rizal, uh, one of the uh, national heroes of the Philippines. So as we can remember, or for some, um, especially for Filipinos, uh, maalaala natin yung panahon na uh, yung uh, bansa natin ay nasakupan ng mga banyaga, yung mga uh, Span- Spanish, uh, Americans, at saka during the occupation of um, Japanese. So from 1896 to 1898, um, the uh, Philippines uh, was on a revolutionary um, era. Uh, in 1898, in it's all about the Spanish-American War. And then in eight, from 1899 to 1901, uh, it's the Philippine-American uh, War. And then uh, from 1941 to 1945, uh, that was the Japanese occupation of the Philippines. Uh, that was the, the war between uh, the Japanese uh Filipino and Americans uh, started in December 8, 1941. So it's almost uh, three to four years. So um, talking about the national heroes, aside from Dr. Jose Rizal, uh, we have Andres Bonifacio uh, from 1963. Uh, he was born in, 19, in 1863 and then he died in 1867. So... Um, his, he was the son of uh, one of the government officials in the Philippines. Um, he left school, however, to support his five brothers and sisters when uh, his parents uh, died in 1870. Um, he was the first member of uh, the Liga Filipina in 1892. Liga Filipina was the, um, the movement that was organized by Dr. Jose Rizal. Uh, in July 1892, uh, Dr. Jose Rizal was arrested, so and, and then he was executed uh, in uh, Lunita Park in Manila. So uh, Bonifacio declared that the Philippines uh, would only achieve uh, total independence through uh, revolutionary action. So um, going back to that era it's it's always um a, a revolution so it's always a war war against the, the spanish 
war against the, the Philippines because um, Filipi Filipinos wanted uh, independence also uh, from the Americans. In July 7, 1892, um, Andres Bonifacio founded the Katipunan. Uh, it's a movement or it's an organization which is a, a secret society uh, open to both um, peasants, farmers, and middle-class uh, Filipinos that employed uh, Masonic rituals to impart an air of sacred mystery. It insinuated itself into the community by setting up mutual aid societies and education for the poor. So it's, it's like uh, pro-poor. Uh, in 1896, there were 30,000 members and functioned at the national, uh, it, that Katipunan functions at the national, provincial, and municipal levels all over the country. In 1996, uh, when Rizal was executed, uh, Bonifacio proclaimed Filipino independence on August 23, 1896. And then the Spanish uh, moved against him, forcing his flight to the um, Mar Marikina Mountains. So it's, uh, the Spanish, um, because Bonifacio was also blacklisted among the, the Spanish uh, rulers, so the Spanish wanted also to, to arrest Bonifacio and later... Uh, to execute him. So when um, Aguinal, um, when during uh, the time of Bonifacio, there there was also Aguinaldo. I will I will jump on about Aguinaldo. Aguinaldo um, was the first and youngest became the first and youngest president. Um, he was born in 1869 and then also died in 1964, which is quite near to the, to to my um the, the, my birth date. I was born in 1967, so from that time, because um, Aguinaldo was the first president when uh, the Philippines became independent from the Americans. But there are there were uh, lots of stories about the the negotiation from the Spanish time. Uh, there was an agreement we called uh, Treaty of Paris, um, Paris Agreement. The Spain, uh, the Spain and Americans signed an agreement to free uh, Philippines. So, but then during the time, um, um, Philippines be became um, under the the administration or the su supervision of the Americans. So um, uh, Bonifacio and Aguinaldo has that good uh, relationship in terms of their common aim uh, of in, uh, independence of Filipinos from against the foreign uh, rulers. So Aguinaldo, however, ordered that Bonifacio will be arrested together with his with his brother and charged with treason and sedition. So Bonifacio was executed on May 18, uh, 1897. Even even up to now, we can also there's there's also some um, observation that even with our common friends, there there would be time that you disagree on some occasion or some um, issues, and then uh, it turned up that uh, it's like you, you become. A, an enemy. 
So because of because of that struggle uh, within Filipinos, native Filipinos, and then those who who were born um, from Spanish uh, parents. So um, it can't be avoided that um, even they are allies for a common issue, but then they become enemy. So that's that's the story about Bonifacio and uh, Aguinaldo. Um, Aguinaldo, as I what I have said, um, he became the first and youngest president of the Philippines. He he won as president uh, by uh, by not by um, votation or by um, there's some uh, speculation that that there were also fraud during the time in the election when Aguinaldo uh, won because um, he self proclaim himself as um, the president consider he he considered he what he had done um as a as a leader uh, to be to, to to claim uh the presidency so he he was the general mili- his uh, he, his orientation is on military he was the general who played a key role in the um Philippine revolution against Spanish rulers as well as fighting against the occupation uh, by the United States. His power became controversial, that's what I've said, um, because uh, the freedom, freedom, as freedom fighter and as well as uh, uh, like a dictatorial leader. So he um, he was in power as uh, president of the Philippines from um, 1894 to 1934. In and then um, in during the Spanish and American War, Cuba, the the country Cuba has has also similar um, fate with the Philippines that they are also under the the, the Spain and then uh, the Americans want also to save them from Spain. So in February 1898, the U.S. main sank in Havana Harbor after explosion. There, there was public indignation that encouraged by um, the in, encouraging rabble, so, uh, rousing journalists lead uh, to the U.S. going to war with Spain, and that that the war between Spain and America uh, was declared on April 25, 1898. So, um. Aguinaldo saw the opportunity because of that war that, uh, that in April 1898 he saw that opportunity to attack Spain so he he um uh, kept on mobilizing the resources military resources which is underground and then um using that that uh, military forces that he organized he he self-declared as president and then as well as a Filipino commander in battle. So that was the first time when the military, the hierarchy within uh, Philippine military was established. December 10, when the Treaty of Paris um, take, took effect, the Spanish colonists turned over to the U.S., uh, the, the, the Philippines. So the, there, in some of them, the um, references I read about that there was some payment between the the Americans and the Spain. They're like million dollars that they, they paid the Spain to free Fili- Philippines and they evacuate Philippines. And then the Americans 
stayed there. Um, so from from that uh, era, another um, not, uh, Filipino who is nationalistic uh, emerged, like uh, Apolinario Mabini. Apolinario Mabini was born on July 23, 1864, and then he, he died in May 13, 1903. Um, Apolinario Mabini was close to um, Aguinaldo. Uh, so Aguinaldo, when Aguinaldo was still the president, he appointed um, Apolinario Mabini as the first prime minister. So that the president and then there's still prime minister. Uh, so that's that's how it was like, um form the 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 form of the government in the Philippines because during that time of course those those people who became like um uh, self-proclaimed leader they are learning and then they they are copying from they are it's like they are it's really confusing how how it was formed the the the, the form of the hierarchy within the 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 government so um Apolinario Mabini was the brains and conscience of the revolution. So he has that good ideas. And then the, um, up to the present, uh, the Philippine government uh, has that um, awards and honors given to, to um, outstanding uh, government official, um, which they, 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 in honor uh, of Mabini, so they, they called the award Gawad Mabini for outstanding Filipinos, and I think it, it's still ongoing until now. So um, Mabini is a, was a man, whether or not um, he has that statement that um, he said that man, whether or not he wishes, will work and strive for those rights which nature has in, has endowed him, because those rights are the only ones which can satisfy the demands of own being. His legal work and um, about um, his health, in 1895, he worked as a lawyer in Adriano Law Office in Manila. And then he, he's also the secretary of the uh, Cuerpo de Comprimasarios. I'm not really <laughs> good in <laughs> translating that one. Um, in 1896, uh, his health deteriorated because he contracted polio, and um, who uh, which affected the left leg. Uh, it was paralyzed, and he, but then he was um, on house arrest um, in the hospital in Manila. So it's like um, that 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 opportunity. Uh, he was about to be arrested, but then because of health condition. Uh, he he he's, he stayed in the hospital. So um, in February 1903, he was before be, before um, he died. He he was also in exile in Guam during that time. In February 1903, he returned to the Philippines, and then there was um, the American offered him um, government position, Mabini. Um, in exchange to, uh, not to to become re a rebellion, not to advocate for uh, revolutionary um, exercises, uh, that's why the, the the American tried to to persuade him to and uh, in exchange given the government position. 
after long years, um, what he said. Um, he said on his statement, after long years, I am returning, so to speak, completely disoriented. And what is worse, almost um, overcome by disease and sufferings. Nevertheless, I hope after some time of rest and study, still to be of some abuse, unless I have returned to the islands for the sole purpose of dying. So that's what um, he, he believed, that he returned uh, from exile still to continue his, his mission or his um, uh, purpose to, to um, save uh, Filipino from foreign uh, rulers. Yeah, it, it's been like a, his words has been um, like a prophetic. Um, Mabini continued to speak and write in support of Philippine independence over the next um, several years. Uh, he fell ill with, um, not, not on polio, but with cholera. Because after uh, several years of war, the Philippines was infestate, infestated with uh, cholera, cholera. So um, he died in 1903 at the age of 38 years old. And then um, on, on women, we have also one uh, um, hero. Uh, the name is, uh, was Maria Josefa Gabriela Silang. Uh, she was born on March 19, 1731. His fearless warrior and a great leader military also um, his ori her orientation is mi military so um he she advocated for a revolution against also with the, with the spanish she guided she guided women and men in the struggle against imperialism uh, she was the daughter of um a farmer um somewhere in the the northern part of uh, manila when Spain dominated the Philippines for 100 years, so um, Gabriela Silang uh, saw that there were incidents of forced labor, excessive tax collection, and payment and uh, of tributes. So, yeah, I would agree because, um, like, even the system in the government, when you pay taxes, yeah, a piece of land, you have to... It, it, based on our experience in my family, um, uh, honestly, um, like my grandparents, they they have lands and then the taxes accumulate. But in the Philippines, you are not being like being fined right outright. But um, if it accumulates and then the the government will declare amnesty or the uh, deduction in the payment so the people can can um, uh, cope up with the payment but then in in our case so when we when we're studying in college so it accumulate and then um probably because my my grandmother she was that her education is low and then um compared on the recent um generation so um our taxes uh, accumulate and then it uh, it's like um three of us in uh, the the family um we we inherited that that the what happened so and then we have to cope 
And then my sister said uh, one time said to me that oh I I pay the taxes so it's it yeah and then she updated me what's happening and then I have to say okay um I will also pay on this one and then she she uh, sent me that because I am not really familiar with the lot numbers so I have to ask her what lam- what lot number that we we still owe more so and then I can cope. Yeah, that's that's the um, so it's the system that um, the the Spanish um, uh, implemented during the time, and then up to the present, the government is still copying that kind of system. So, um, as, yeah, three hundred significant armed revolution against um, cruel Spanish repression were launched by the indigenous people. Uh, on September 20, 1763, uh, Gabriela Silang died. So that that's how that's those people uh, who played an important role uh, during the Philippine um, Revolution or the struggle against the the Spanish and the Americans. Although we ha- we still have another one, Antonio Luna, um, in October 29, uh, 18. Uh, 66, uh, he was born. He, he's a soldier also, chemist, musician, and war strategist. His orientation is more also on military tactics. And he, when he studied in Madrid, in Spain, he, he specializes on um, warfare um, ta- tactics. So in preparation also when he returned to the Philippines to, to have also ba- declare battle um, be- uh, against the, the the Spanish. So um, Antonio Luna, um, however, he uses the the bamboo poles as um, a weapon against the um, the Americans. So uh, during that time, um, unfortunately, um, he was also assass- assassinated by Aguinaldo when Aguinaldo was still the- no no no. Excuse me, not assassinated by Aguinaldo, but he, he was assassinated in the northern part of uh, Luzon. But uh, nobody knows in, in the document, it, it's not being said who assassinated him. But he was, um, uh, he was a friend of Aguinaldo. And then um, later, Aguinaldo ha- having a hard time. Uh, convincing Luna uh, to uh, to just be persuaded being with the Americans, he, Lu, uh, Antonio Luna wanted to to uh, declare independence against um, Americans while while Aguinaldo was still uh, being f- befriended with the Americans. So that's how um, it was. The history, the, it's really a bloody history of the Philippines. I hope that um, it imparted them more uh, learnings from uh, from uh, what we have um, based on the history of the Philippines, not only for um, Filipinos, but uh, for other culture. So thank you so much uh, for listening, and I hope um, we'll see you again uh, next month. By the way... Um, the Multicultural Association of Hawks Bay uh, will be hosting, um, uh, together with the, the District Health Board, uh, will be hosting um, vaccinate pop-up 
uh, vaccination na clinic on October 10, Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in Taradel Club. Uh, it's in Fangare Road in, bet- in between uh, Taradel and Green Meadows. So, uh, thank you so much and for those who uh, have not yet uh, their vaccination, uh, they can go there. Thank you. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.